This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. I was like, I was like, well, that's because Katie's loud, but it works on a podcast. I am very loud. I have a very loud speaking voice. I know it works. Like Hi. they love your anchor ad, by the way. I'm dead. <laughs> love it. I hope everybody else loves it too. <laughs> Hi everybody. What's up? We're back. Your co-host. I'm Mars. And I'm Katie with the loud voice. <laughs> And we've been sitting here for about three hours waiting to record, but we've just been... We've been catching up too much. You know what it is? We're not... Like, now I feel like when we text, we text a lot about the podcast. Yeah. And we've <laughs> got a lot going on. We also, like, don't skip a beat. No. And I feel like I feel like we because we hang out so often, when we skip a weekend... And it's don't like, see each other. It, whoa. It's like, wait, we just missed 10 years of each other's lives. <laughs> like Katie sat down. She's like, you got to tell me about Easter. You got to tell me about that party. You got to <laughs> tell me about. And I was like, oh my God, wait. I also need to tell you about today. I need to tell you about yesterday. Yeah. Like, it's because we talk about everything. Yeah. And we can't miss a moment. Wow. Yeah, no, we're up each other's assholes. Yeah. But we made it. We're, at we're here. 9.30 at night. It was supposed to start at 6.30. We have to start. We have to, like, schedule. Like, we schedule podcast time. We have to schedule, like, I know, because time. we literally said, I looked to at Katie, up. and I said, okay, we'll catch up until 8.30. No, I think you said 8. eight. You were, like, and 8.30. And I was, like, hard cut off at 8, and we have to start recording. And it's 9.30, and we're a bottle of wine deep. Oops. Heh. <laughs> If Dimitri's listening. <laughs> Anyways, we have a very interesting and exciting and relatable guest. Yes. Very relatable. Besides being the same age as us. Yeah, um, she also lives in the city, grew up in New York, right outside the city in Long Island. I met her in college. People definitely love hearing about wellness tips or health tips. And Victoria had a lot of good tips to share with us and very relatable ones and ones that are easy to integrate into your, like, not unrealistic. um, Oh, not at all. And, like, listen, like, summer's coming up. Highly recommend going to her Instagram for, um, I don't know. Healthy alternatives. Healthy alternatives. I was going to say healthy dupes. (laughs) Like, you know, like... Sock boot, like Balenciaga like, sock sneaker boot, dupes. like a Balenciaga dupe. Yeah, they're <laughs> Snickers dupes. Yeah, they are though. They are, and she's got really good dupes. It was such a fun interview, and I think everybody's you, gonna take something from it. Definitely, and seriously, follow her Instagram for really good, yummy, healthy recipes yeah. that don't taste like gaga. <laughs> they taste. Amazing. Yeah. So honestly, like food wise. Oh, yeah. For the five Fs. Take a look at her Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Recommend. She's a really good, healthy influencer. Dupe. A good, good dupes. Um, Whoever came up with dupe, it's just like not a good word. I know. But now that I'm hearing myself say it through the mics, I didn't even think about that duplicates. I like the word dupes. You do? Uh, but you have to say it like 
Doops. Doop-de-doop. That's what, <laughs> me, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, okay. Food Victoria's also, we talked Health about with, with her. Health with Victoria. We talked about um, sugar fish mm, with her. Yum. If you can't tell by now, Katie and I love sushi. I was just going to say, we we keep talking about sushi. Yeah. We'll, we'll think of other ones, I swear. <laughs> but sugar fish is just very consistent. It's so consistent. And we, we like get into it in the podcast. Yeah. In the interview, Victoria loves it. So you'll see it a lot on her page. And like, we really do talk about it a lot. But yeah. It, um, it really is so consistent. And yeah. Now they have more locations. And very. They deliver. Yeah. If you look, if you want to order in quality sushi and it's not super expensive and it delivers well and travels well. Yeah, it does travel well. Sugarfish. I ordered during COVID when I was like depressed. Carly and I, that was like our treat. Yeah, it was we would, a pick me up. Yeah, <laughs> sugarfish. Fashion, oversized blazers. Listen, it's the season. We're back in the office. A little hybrid action. Yeah, totally. Like, Everybody's wearing them. Everybody. I feel like. I like them. They're comfortable. That's what I like. They're, and they're comfortable. Cute. And they dress up any outfit. And you can get an expensive one or one from H&M, and it's still going to look good. Yeah, and they sub as a jacket, so yeah. you don't need to worry about a jacket. Like, you know when you go out and you have to wear, you bring a jacket, but you're like, my outfit's so cute without the jacket, but, like, I guess I'll have to wear it there, and then I'll just hold it. A blazer doesn't need to come off. No. I feel like a look right now is a athleisure. Look. Speaking of wellness, athleisure with an oversized blazer, like a sports yeah. bra. Biker shorts, oversized blazer, socks, like thick socks, and New and Balance I'm into sneakers. It. Yeah. Paige DeSorbo wears them very well. Yes. She wears an oversized blazer really well. Yeah. If you need inspo, she wears really, she does wear them really well. And Anastasia Soros. Anastasia Soros wears them really well. If you haven't listened to her podcast yet, you're, you're missing out. Yeah. We loved her. I have a girl crush on her. She's awesome yeah. she rocks like she actually rocks mm. fun that we spoke about victoria lives in tribeca and she like loves tribeca and she had gone to this place called the palace i have not gone yet you went i went for a birthday for a birthday it was actually so fun i like us victoria likes to dance when she goes out yes i feel like it's definitely okay it's definitely not the place to go if you're on a date. On a date or if you're looking to meet somebody. <laughs> like if you're looking for like a drunk dance floor makeout, sure. maybe. But like if you're looking to find your husband, yeah. Because <laughs> it's really dark, one. And two, it's a lot of people our age. Okay. And I don't think a lot of 25-year-old men are looking for a wife at the palace. If they're looking... They're not ready. Yeah. Ladies, they're not. So, but if you're looking to dance your freaking pants off, yeah. it's the place. Like, they play. You said, yeah. Bop. Like, they were playing every Sean Kingston. Like, <laughs> just throwback good yeah. songs. But, like, also the Chainsmokers. Like, they were playing a very good mix of music, but danceable music. Not, like, Deep House Things you could sing to. Yeah, like Deep House, I'm sorry, but you're like swaying back and forth. This, yeah. you could have literally put your leg up and started twerking. Like, it was it was killer music. Um, Love that. Highly recommend. 
fitness. Oh, oh, we're going this weekend to Barry's. <gasps> wow, we didn't even plan that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we manifested that. Or it just like happens. <laughs> or I just had a credit at Barry's. <laughs> I did too. I have classes. I have two left. Yeah, and I don't want them to expire. I have a while before mine expire. Dude, Soul Cycle, I have they a bone expire. to pick with you. They expire. Barry's, they last a full year. Soul yeah. Cycle, it's like literally 60 days. I lost two classes, like, which is did hard. You? Yeah, that's $70. Yeah, that's no, I'm really upset. I don't want to talk about it. I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah, I'm really upset. But we're going to Barry's. We talk about it also a lot with Victoria. She's she, a huge fan. She's like an ambassador she, for Barry's. She's done like partnerships with yeah. them. And if you're someone like me who does not like to run or does not run unless it's semi-forced, this is a great way to get your cardio. Yeah, for people who don't know, it's half on a treadmill and half doing weights on the floor. Yeah. But it's cool, too, because based on the day, like, they'll focus on lower body, they'll focus on upper body, they'll focus on your core, and inner thighs like stuff like that no oh, I just love the berries like I like the vibe me too and it goes by so quickly because you're on the treadmill for like 11 minutes then you go on the mat for 11 minutes then you're back on the treadmill for 11 minutes and then back and then back like it does it really does go by so quickly just be careful also don't go off of what the instructor like if the instructor says get heavy pounds 10 pounds are heavier for women or like 15 pounds are heavier yeah, for women like, and 25 what's heavy for you yeah because like a lot of the time I'm like yeah you're nuts if you think I'm picking that up that's and way too berries heavy. like tends to have a lot of like guys yeah and you just can't like look to your left or your right like I mean I've been good because when I get on the treadmill like I am not yeah, everyone is care. sprinting in the class and a Katie's walk. walking <laughs> on an incline <laughs> If I'm hungover, like, I'm sorry, but, like, this is the best I the can do. The instructor's, like, sprint, and Katie's, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> pepping her step. Yeah, if I have to walk, berries don't come at me. Yeah. Okay. Fads. Lymphatic drainage massages. I'm scarred for life. I've never had one. I am scarred from your story. I just don't. People love them. People love them. And like, I'm sure they work. They do work. They're also like supposed to be good for you. Okay. (laughs) But like I went, I was literally leaving for Greece. I go for a lymphatic draining massage three days before I leave to a really famous place in the city. And you know what? I'm not going to call them out because like, I know a lot of people who've had positive experiences there. For people who don't know, it's basically like they're beating you up on the massage table because they want to detox your system so like they rub very aggressively on I know there's different different forms of lymphatic drainage massage so I'm not gonna like broaden it and say that they're all like very intense but the type that I went to get um they rub very aggressively on your kidneys where your liver is and then like to get the toxins out to get the toxins out and like basically activate those organs to like function to work because they're what what's going to detox your system. And then they push very hard on other parts of your body to like flush them out. I wake up the next morning and I was like, wait, why do I feel like I'm dying? I woke up feeling like the plague. And I, first of all, my body was in so much pain, specifically my organs. Like my kidney and liver were 
killing me. Like I legit had bruised organs and like just the thought of my organs being bruised made me weak in the knees. And then <laughs> on top of that, it made it worse. You made it worse. I was just thinking about them and I'm like my poor organs, what I put them through. And then on top of that, I legitimately had a fever. So I Googled it and I'm like, is this normal? And like, it is normal if you don't, because it's basically like your body's detoxing. And if you don't flush the toxins out, those toxins are just floating around your body. Yeah. So I didn't flush them out enough and I literally got sick. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to another one because, you know, me, like I got to go with the trend. And yeah, you like really buy into the health. I buy into everything. I'm like pretty middle of the road. Yeah. You let me try them out first and then you're like, (laughs) yeah, I'm all set. <laughs> all set. Okay, well, on that note, it's way past our bedtimes. Yeah, and I'm sure you're very sick of hearing the two of us at this point. So stay tuned for a little bit of Victoria. Cheers. Happy Thursday. Enjoy. You the almost made it. Episode. <laughs> so I moved to New York September. I grew up on Long Island, been there my whole life. It's definitely a little bit of a bubble, but it's, it's, it was a great place to grow up. But I always itched that I wanted to live in the city just culturally and find some, some new people. So I moved here just a few months ago and it's been a whirlwind, definitely an adjustment, but it's been good and very different from what I'm used to. All good things. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So tell us like a little bit about health with Victoria. What inspired you to get it going? Yeah. All great questions. So I've been doing this since my senior year in college. So Caitlin, what was that? Like 2017, 2018. So I've been doing it a while. I initially started and I feel like everybody was doing this at the time was the popular food spot, like going to like Black Tap or going to like these random crazy food places that was so trendy at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how I really like started my account and like New Fork City was just coming up, dining with Skylar, all these really cool food accounts. I've always loved cooking. Like my mom was always cooking at home and that was just like how I started my passion. Then there was a point in time in college. I don't really talk about this too much, but like I mentally just like wasn't in a great place um, a few years in college. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't like find my people yet. It was really, really difficult for me. And I think the more that we talk about it, us mental health, depression, anxiety, like it just makes people feel so much more secure. Right. So like I wasn't, I mean, that's what I've dealt with. And I know so many young girls our age and women have dealt with the same things and disordered eating and just like crazy, you know, it's not even crazy. It's just such a common thing now that I'm so glad that we're able to like talk about it. And so many other people are like within the community. So that being said, I was not in a great place in college. I was running this count account for like a year. I did Spoon University at Fairfield. I kind of started oh, yes. with a few girls. Oh, yes. I remember it. Yes. TVT. It was like so long ago, but it was fun. <laughs> so I was at this point where I didn't want to eat all of these kinds of foods. And like, I didn't feel comfortable portraying this life that didn't feel like me. Right. And like, I, yes, it was great. Like I was getting links. I was getting followers. It was a really fun thing. I could go, go out to eat at all these places, but mentally, like I was not myself. I I wasn't happy. I've always been into like growing up, I played a ton of sports competitively. Health was always a really big part of my life. My mom had breast cancer. My dad had Hodgkin's lymphoma and also something else was I wasn't even born yet, but he, he also had a heart attack two years ago. So it's, it's something that's really at like the forefront of my life. So I was at that point where I was like, I don't want to do all these crazy, taking pictures of these like crazy foods that I don't even eat. Such a lie. So I pivoted towards health. Then I started becoming a spin instructor at college and just really trying to help people around me understand 
understand that health in itself is so attainable. You don't need to go to Whole Foods and buy a $40 supplement to be healthy. You can go to Walmart. You can go to wherever is close to you, buy fresh produce, buy organic where you can. But I just think the wellness space and the health space is so oversaturated, so overwhelming, as you guys know. So just for me to create a community that's approachable and like attainable was my goal. So I pivoted towards Mm -hmm. like doing the the New York City food scene to health, wellness, healthy recipes that you can literally make in a mug with like five ingredients or something like that for people just to feel better about themselves. And, you know, my DMs were always open for when people really needed someone to just chat with, just creating like an attainable space where people can feel comfortable. When you graduated at that point, you had already started your blog to focus more on wellness. Did you have enough of a following to really pursue that as a full-time career? And were you like nervous to do that? Yes. Nowadays, everybody is an influencer and does it full time. It's really hard. (laughs) I personally have taken, I haven't really taken a step back, but like my full-time job has just been wild. I work in FinTech now where like it's a new space for me and I don't even, I don't even have enough time to breathe during the day. It's startup. So it's a little crazy. But at that point I was at Viacom um, working in entertainment and I loved it. Like it was, it was really fun. Um, I got to go to like the, the music awards and all these different crazy things. And I had more time to work on my, um, my brand, but I never p- thought to pursue it full time because this was a passion of mine. And I, I didn't want my hobby to become my life. Right. Fast forward to, to now, like I could totally see myself at some point, maybe if it's not content creating full time, but like creating some sort of brand where women can come together or men, women, whoever you are can come together and attainably feel healthy and, and can, you know, find their right mindset mindset within the space. I think the platforms across social are changing the, the way that content is curated is, is changing. Like if you guys are on TikTok, you see people, it's not that they're not trying, but they're really just sh- showing up as their real selves. Um, right. Whereas my content was like beautifully curated recipes and like beautiful videos. And it's, I just feel like the future of social isn't that. It's way more video content and just showing up as yourself because I'm sure you guys know when I go scroll on Instagram, sometimes I'm like, this is kind of a scary place. And mentally it can take a toll, especially for young girls and and guys too. No, I always say like, I'm so happy we didn't really grow up with Instagram. I feel like it became more of a thing when we were in late high school. Yeah, really late. Because like, like, I noticed myself now, like I'll need to take like a day. I'll delete Instagram for a day. Once a month, I'll end up doing it. I start comparing or being like, oh my God, they're like, I always follow all these influencers in LA. And I'm like, I'm sitting in cold New York in my apartment. And these people are living the life, waking up, hiking. And it's so easy to be like, oh, what am I doing? I know, but listen, I'm sure girls look at you and they say, oh my God, she has the perfect life. And you never know like what people, how people perceive you. We're we're sometimes in our apartments and we're like, oh my God, I, I am so miserable because I'm in my little apartment, but um, yeah, you just, you never know. And I think that's, was a, was a mindset shift for me where I would, would look at people sometimes, like even we all did it. Like, it's okay to own up to it. We would look at people and say, I want to be that skinny or I want to look like a hundred percent. Right. Like I hate, there's so many influencers out there that say, oh, like you have to just like be, you know, confident. Like that is like embrace your flaws, like easier said than done. Easier said than done. It's really tough. I just think you have to keep reminding yourself that, you know, 
now you are in such a fortunate space, like a fortunate time in your life. Um, yeah. And there's just so much crazy. We don't even have to have to get into this, but there's so much craziness in the world that we really need to just take a few minutes. It sounds corny, but reflect like how lucky we are. Um, it's true. I mean, I was listening. So Mel Robbins, I don't know if you're love, familiar. Love. She was just on Call Her Daddy with Alex Cooper. And mm-hmm. she gave like a 20 minute-ish episode about, you know, feeling lost in your 20s or feeling stuck in your 20s. Yes, and she mentioned Instagram and she said, Instagram should not be a place where you scroll and scroll for hours and feel unproductive or feel like you're procrastinating. It should, mm-hmm. you should curate who you're following based upon what it is that you want to create in your life. Follow people you aspire to be, follow people you look up to. And she said too, she was like, we are way too lenient and 20 somethings are very guilty of being so lenient as to who has access to who's following you, who has access to what you're posting and what you're doing. I know. And it's, it's, I totally agree with that, Caitlin. I think it's hard. Like you don't want to unfollow someone that you've been following for years. That's exactly what she spoke about. (laughs) You could, it was like, you don't need to follow everyone. You went. You don't, you don't. And (laughs) I know, I think it's hard. I think (laughs) you're really good about it. Yeah. I have no problem. I'll be like, no, no, it's not serving me. Unfollow. I wish. I also, I think I underestimate how many people probably have that app that like tracks who you would follow. So I had that at one point and I had to delete it because it was so toxic because I'm the type of person I'd be like, oh my God, why did they unfollow me? Like, do they hate me? Do they hate my content? Like, am I annoying? So it's, it's easy to get stuck in that rabbit hole. To your point, like I, it, you need to curate your feed. If you're like, if someone's bothering you, that's posting like I don't even know. Just unfollow, you know, <laughs> unfollow. It could be someone that doesn't have the same views as you. It doesn't even have to do with politics, like anything. No, anything. Um, just unfollow. And like, I think yeah. what a lot of people are doing is like, just like wiping their old accounts and like creating a new one, which I think is so smart. I've seen um, that too. It's really nice I also to smart. hear you are feeling this and like going through this as someone with almost 60,000 followers. How do you balance your full-time job with health with Victoria? I have to admit, like my content definitely has taken a little bit of a step back and it's been really hard for me because I grew this for years and I haven't been able to like give it the the love and the nurturing that I want. It's been hard. And I think, you know, the burnout is so real on Instagram. I think a lot of influencers are feeling that. You see more and more people taking month, you know, multi-month long breaks from it. I think what's hard, and I commend people that do it full time, like you are working Monday through Sunday. You are creating content mm-hmm. every single day. You're you're talking to your audience every single day in your DMs. Like there is no off switch. And I think that's what can can be really exhausting for a lot of influencers. And I've seen it. I've seen some of my influencer friends just like stop posting for months because they just simply can't do it. So I think it's hard. You definitely have to have, find a balance and like whether it's those apps that you can track the time of day that you're on and you can kind of block yourself some me time and some wellness self-care time throughout the day. Put your phone away. It's Easier said than done. I think we all know that. For me, so I've been at this job since like November. It's fast called Facet Wealth. It's something totally I did not think that I would be doing. It's financial services, essentially. Mm-hmm. But what's really exciting is influencer work for years. And I was approached by someone in my network to pursue this career at this new startup. And yeah, I know I was at Viacom and I had no idea. I just met this woman for coffee. Um, She is the most fabulous woman you will ever meet. I think we need to get her on here because she is a genius. 
our goal is, is to bring like financial planning towards the wellness space in a really authentic way. So we like to, well, you can have wellness without financial wellness. Everything that we love to do, go shopping. We will have a Bloomingdale's moment once in a while. <laughs> and you need to be able to like be financially secure. Or if you're doing Barry's or you're doing a, whatever workout you love to do, that is a cost that you need to take into account when living in a major city or living wherever. So it's really exciting. Every day is different, but I'm, I'm still finding my own ways to disconnect from work. It's, it's very difficult. So if anybody has any, you know, suggestions, please circle back and let me know because it's, it's <laughs> tough. I think what I've been doing is using Health with Victoria when I can, a creative outlet and mm-hmm. not caring who's viewing my stories, not caring yeah. the likes that I'm getting. Yeah. The overall goal is for me to use it as an outlet and hopefully people get something out of it too, which is like my goal. I just think the world needs a little more happiness, a little bit more wellness and health um, for us to get through this crazy thing we called life, right? <laughs> I know, definitely. I feel like that's the one nice thing that came out of the pandemic. I think everyone enjoyed in a little bit more of a work-life balance, mm-hmm. especially with a lot of offices moving to a remote environment. But I think because our whole world was turned upside down and specifically mm-hmm. in terms of people's health, everyone just became way more aware mm-hmm. and I think realized how important it is to move your body, whether it's just going for a walk to get some fresh air or doing a workout. I really feel like I know so many people whose whole workout routine and wellness routine changed through the pandemic, including my own. In our experiences, like, yes, I feel more healthier. I'll go for longer walks, but Mm -hmm. I do think there's a lot of people that suffered from it and just didn't leave their apartment, didn't leave their house and really have suffered depression and anxiety. But um, that's why you guys have this outlet, like you follow people that inspire you. So you can kind of get out of that rut and really realize that being healthy doesn't mean you need to work out two times a day. You don't need to go Mm -hmm. run 10 miles. Like you can literally book in your calendar 15 minutes during lunch to walk outside and get some vitamin D. That'll be the the biggest thing for for some people and it's baby steps but it's so um, true obviously wellness is something that's important to you how do you find time to prioritize physical wellness but obviously mental as well do you meditate journal read like what are different wellness practices you follow and how do you fit them into your day for me it's the little things you don't need to have this whole hour long yoga meditation session to feel good about yourself. For me, it's making my matcha latte in the morning. That takes like five minutes, attainable things where you can really just step back. Don't look at your phone. Don't look at your laptop and just have a moment for yourself. If that's making a latte, like great. If that's going to walk down the street to get a latte, if you can, if you can do that, then those little things really do add up and just making sure, I think the biggest thing is being consistent about it, right? You can't just say on Monday, Hey, I want to be more, I want more mental clarity, or I want to be in a better place this week. I'm going to take one yoga class and that's it. Like, no, you need to kind of work in these daily routines that really just make you feel in a better place for your, for your own mental health. And then I turn to workouts for my mental clarity. Cause I don't have my phone. No one's bothering me. No one needs anything for me. That's my moment to kind of like transcend and not be in reality for a hot sec and feel good about myself and working out. It's almost, I don't want to say it's like my religion, but that's how I feel that how I've become where if you find a great workout, whether it's soul cycle, whether it's Barry's, whether it's your online app with your friends, it almost becomes your religion because you're surrounded by people that love what you love. And they cherish your same morals and values. Right. So it kind of sounds a little corny, but 
Yeah, definitely. I, I, that's what I love. And I think that's one thing that's nice that come back in that space is being able to do workouts in, in person. person, the energy of being in a workout class, like we went to grip boxing this past weekend. And the teacher, oh my God, the one that's like a bar after, right? Yeah, it's li- they literally so have shots at the door. Count me in. I love that. <laughs> yeah. But the teacher ended the class with a word of the word of the day and an intention of the day. And in the moment, that. you're like, this is kind of corny. But then if you're actually listening to him and actually just being like, okay, corniness aside, let me just really soak it yes. up. It's like five minutes of my day to actually be with myself. I feel like that's where the tie is between physical wellness yeah. and mental wellness. Yes. That's 100%. how 100% workouts spaces have curated that like soul cycle kind of started it I feel like they were the pioneer in that and so many other Mm -hmm. studios have followed suit it's so true speaking of working out I know you do a lot of work with berries yes so how did that come about you know great question background on that I am Barry's little cheerleader I literally (laughs) can (laughs) I'm just obsessed with that you know I I've I love trying new workouts like there was a point in time where I loved soul cycle and like Spinning, I found was just the, the trajectory just like, wasn't for me. Like I was getting injured and like, I still do. I mean, you can see my Peloton in the background. I still do love spinning. I just think things have changed and you know, it, it just wasn't the workout for me anymore. So I needed yeah. something like more full body. And at that point in my life, when I was like obsessed with cycling and spinning, that's when I, one was overworking out. I wasn't eating enough. I wasn't, I mean, it was a good place for me to separate like my mental health and like because it's like head banging music and you're like that's why I really loved soul cycle and just spinning in general but at that point in my life like I was a spin instructor I was teaching all the time I just wasn't nourishing my body the right way I wasn't lifting weights physically my body definitely looked a lot different and now that I'm doing more I do solid core. I love solid core too. I don't know if you guys have been so there. It's hard. I literally am dripping sweat after this. I process, always but- say if you need to be humbled, get your ass on a reformer. Yes. And you could be the a marathon runner. It would be the hardest class you've ever taken. So she I love solid core. Yeah. Oh my God, girl. She still thinks it's hard. To take some- Need to take some chapters from your book. Um, but yeah, so back- I do like solid core. I try to like cross- train as, as much as I can but Barry's so yeah. I was home for the summer on Long Island they opened on Long Island and I would take it you know previously previous years in the Hamptons and I was like oh my god this is literally the coolest workout I've ever been to they opened one in Roslyn but I wasn't like in the Hamptons that I was just the summers that I could take it and I would crave it so I would like literally travel to the city and take Barry's and it's just such a different vibe than any other workout that I've done before and it like really helps that like beautiful men are yelling at you to work out so I was like I love this or like a beautiful woman I don't even know so it's been great it's definitely like the cross training is amazing and I just love the pace of everything and it's a really positive positive community as you guys know is very hard to find within the workout space there have been numerous instructors that have been quote-unquote canceled just the way that they speak to the their you know people taking their classes it could it should have nothing to do with the way that you look right Mm -hmm. shouldn't be you shouldn't be running or taking Barry's classes or any workout because you want to be skinny for summer I am so against that I think it's a horrible mindset and we'll just put you into a rabbit hole that you don't want to be so you need to work out for yourself to so you like you guys were saying, like those quick little manifestation or manifestations or affirmations that they say during the stretch period are amazing. And just Barry's has, has been a game changer. And I will literally 
travel to any borough to take them. But I do that, I do most of my classes in Tribeca, but it's been great. And they're really just changing the game. And I love their approach to branding and their partnerships. Like they, they partner with like Don Julio and it's just really cool. Just the different things that oh, they're I didn't doing. even um, know that. Yes. Oh my God. My first class, they gave us Don Julio. I was like, I'm here to stay and <laughs> I will be back for the next class. But no, it was great. Yeah. Definitely a community on, unlike I've ever seen. I agree. I feel like Barry's is one of the only studios with a lot of different locations that doesn't have that culty, intimidating vibe to it. Like I cannot go to a a Barry's class for months and I won't Mm -hmm. be nervous for my first class to be like, oh my God, like I'm going to be with all the regulars who are going to be like, this girl's so behind. And they're all friends. Yeah. Like it's, you're not a regular. You do kind of feel outcasted. Yeah. Sometimes instructors will teach, like they'll they'll treat their favorites differently. Right. What the heck? Like I'm working just as hard. And what I found, I won't call out any names, but a lot of whether it's fitness classes, brands, they kind of preach the more classes you take, the more the instructor's going to like you or repost them on your stories. And Barry's is not like that. I've been in different, I've been a part of different communities where like two classes a day were encouraged. Your body physically can't do high intensity workouts two times a day for six, seven days a week. That is crazy. And that's how you get hurt. Um, So Barry's is a very inclusive, you know, company. And I, I just, I, to your point, there's, they're really the only ones doing it. I know there's a ton out there, more niche workouts, but as a global brand, they're definitely a game changer for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Segwaying a little off of the workout topic, how and when, like what kind of, I guess, sparked or inspired you to start making healthy alternatives? Because I know a lot of your health with Victoria page is recipes and different healthy alternatives. How did that get started? Yes. So I, well, like I kind of prefaced before there was a point in time where like, I wasn't at my best, I wasn't in the best place with my mind and what I was eating, like I definitely dealt with disordered eating for a while, um, which is a shame. And I know a lot of women go through it. Girls and women go through it as well. It's not openly discussed enough. It's not. And it's like, your friend will say, Oh, like during college, like, Oh, spring break's coming up. I can't eat that. You know, I'm going to starve. And like, you would go to the, the recplex, whatever gym every single day and just do the elliptical for two hours. Like that is not healthy. And I was in a, in a rabbit hole or just like this whole cycle of doing that. And then, you know, once spring breaks over, you're like, oh, I can eat whatever I want. And then you just gain it all back. And like, it shouldn't be about that. And I, I was lucky enough to honestly get out of it myself, which I think is really rare for people. I just did a ton of research and, and I had some friends to lean on, but there's a lot of people that they really need a lot of help to get out of those kind of places. So I'm I'm lucky enough to not have fallen too deep down the hole, if that makes sense. But I started thinking to myself, like, I need to nourish my body. My vitamins weren't there. I wasn't eating. I wasn't like really doing what I needed to do to fuel my body. Like you need to think of food as fuel. It's not like it should taste good, obviously, but it also should be keeping you alive and um, just helping you feel the best that you can, if that makes sense. So the alternatives for me, like I would swap out flour for almond flour or, you know, milk for almond milk. And it really just started there until I started finding the perfect recipes or like the perfect ingredients that I, that I like to eat. Um, and you can make things taste really, really good. But when I eat 
like refined sugars or refined ingredients. Like I feel pretty crappy. Like the way my stomach reacted to a lot of things. I've dealt with a few like health scares with my stomach and this like just esophagus. I have a few, like I won't get into it, but it's just a few things wrong with my um, health that I tried to stay away from, you know, foods that were quote unquote, I don't want to put things into like good or bad, you know, yeah. categories, but for me, that didn't make me feel good. So I really stayed towards foods that made me feel good and um, that I like to eat that were still tasty. So that's really how it all came about. And also like just my parents and my family history of health issues. Um, right. My dad had a heart attack. My dad also had two forms of cancer. My mom had breast cancer. So it's like, if that's not a freaking wake up call, I don't know what is. So I just try to do everything that I can. I know, I know some things are genetic, but I do everything that I can to keep myself as healthy as possible, but a slice of cake isn't going to hurt you once in a while for sure. (laughs) In terms of balancing, because I always say, I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good Monday to Friday, but on the weekends, I'm like having no self-control. I know. How do you balance, especially being in New York, like eating and drinking is such a big part of the social scene. Like we actually interviewed a girl from LA and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we were talking about dating. And I was like, well, how do you want to date that doesn't revolve around drinking? And she was shocked to hear that that's how that we even date. were wondering. Yeah. <laughs> how do you balance like drinking and social life and whatnot, making sure you're still having fun while also prioritizing your health and how you want to feel, obviously? Yeah, this is a tough one because I think this is another topic that does not get spoken about enough. So backtrack college. We, yeah. I mean, like we were cre- we were just all a little nutty. We would, you know, it's, you can really categorize what we did as binge, dr- binge drinking, you know, yeah. drinking till we just blacked out. Um, <laughs> sorry, mom, but yeah, that's what happened. Um, and then you would literally order like Domino's and just like, you were so Ugh. drunk that you would just eat whatever. So that was a bad cycle that I was in as well in college. And like, yes, I ate healthy Monday through Friday. Like I was always, you know, into health. My parents just kind of raised us like, that way we were lucky enough to like get, you know, live near farms and, you know, get all the organic stuff that we could, but, um, yeah, that's a, it's a vicious cycle. Um, and I think drink drinking wise in New York is really hard. Even being in, you know, the workforce after work, everyone's like, let's just grab a drink. And I'm like, uh, okay. I have a 6am class tomorrow, but I'll have one. Um, so it's just like knowing your limits and on the weekends, especially, you don't need to black out. Like you definitely yeah. don't need to black out on the weekends. Like as, like, as fun as it's, like yeah. you can um, still have can, fun and remember the night. You can still have fun. You can still remember the night. And like, if you want to drink and you want to black out, like kudos to you. I just know that when I wake up the next day, it ruins my, I just ruins my next three yeah, days. Honestly. Totally. So like, yes, I will, I will have fun. And I think like the tips that I can give is like stay away from fruity drinks. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to enjoy yourself, go for it. But for me, I kind of stick to like, I'm a big tequila girl. So I'll stick to a tequila soda, a ton of lime. Um, but yeah, like whenever I don't want to drink and I don't feel comfortable drinking, I, I own up to it. I'm like, Hey guys, I'm not drinking tonight. And I will still be just as fun as I was if I, if I were a few drinks in. Right. So it's just like, no, you have to be comfortable with yourself. And I think that's really, really hard. Um, and within the dating scene, like it's, it's almost awkward if you don't have a drink or you're not like drinking with someone. So you just need to feel comfortable with yourself. If you don't want to drink, like get a seltzer or just like have one drink and kind of nurse it the whole night. Yeah. It's definitely, I don't know if you guys deal with this, but it's, it's a tough one. I just think it's something you need to, we all need to 
realize that you got to just be comfortable with yourself. You don't have to get drunk. Yeah. I feel like I always struggle, especially with like, you don't need everyone tolerance is different you don't need to keep up with other people and yeah, like I have point. I have such a low tolerance and I feel like people will be like oh you're not getting another one but I am like but let's get another one and it's like I'm like I feel like everyone in drinking is so concerned about everyone else's drinking and it's like just worry about yourself yes. you don't need to have the same amount of drinks every night like I noticed that with dating too like if I'm on a date with a guy who's 200 pounds and I weigh <laughs> half of that why right. would we order the same amount of drinks? And they're like, well, if you're not going to get another, I'm not going to get another. And I was like, but I get, uh, I'm blacked out after one. Like, I don't need I know. <laughs> it's three. crazy. Fair point. And people are so concerned. I mean, like, I can even say it myself, like, if we're out and if you're like, oh, but I'm not going to get another one, like, I'll be like, fine. I guess I don't need another one either. Where, like, I could yeah. have had a huge dinner and you didn't. Like, it's just, yeah. like, so specific to the day, to everything. I know. If you're on a date and the guy's like, oh, like, aren't, like, pressuring you to get another drink, like, that's a red flag, honey. Like, do not, do not move forward with him. Like, that is a red that's flag. That's true. <laughs> yeah, what has been your most viral recipe on Help with Victoria? Yes. Okay. So I am a huge sushi gal. I will eat so much sushi. Like I don't care if I get mercury poisoning. I just will eat sushi every day. Yep. So (laughs) I, I, there's like a a restaurant near me, Toku on Long Island and it's popular at Nobu, literally like anywhere. I love Toku. Oh my God. I love crispy rice. I decided to make like I wouldn't call it a healthier version, but it like kind of is, but I made my own crispy rice version, but it was like air fried and it went super viral on TikTok and Instagram. So it was my pride and joy. Um, but that's definitely one of my most popular recipes. And then the other one is probably my like healthy Twix bars. So like with that, instead oh of God, caramel, I love that. Oh, it's so good. Instead of caramel, you use like dates and you blend them up with, with peanut butter. So it tastes like caramel and then like Hugh kitchen chocolate on top and the bottom's like a almond flour coconut flour shortbread and it is so good like I could literally eat 12 of them they're delicious I need to try the crispy rice yeah I want to try that I've actually done like a healthy version like Snickers bar like I found it online somewhere probably similar but I made it during the pandemic and I just like had them in my fridge and my oh, family I think was I eating tried it. one. They were so good. You did so try good. one. They were so good. Yeah, really uh, good. My passion is just like making people realize that healthy food can taste really good. So totally. To round it out, yes, girls. some rapid fire that we've been Love doing that. with everyone. Yeah. So just first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Um, so first, what is the worst food diet or fad that you've heard? Oh, keto. Oh, good one. True. Okay, favorite like athleisure brands to shop at? Lululemon, Aloe Yoga. Very good one. Yeah, solid. <laughs> favorite date spot in New York? Oh, I have two. Sugarfish, highly recommend. Second would be Lartuzzi. Really, really good if you can get in. Yeah, such a good date spot. I such a good date spot, right? Yeah. Favorite neighborhood in the city? Oh, bias, but I love Tribeca. I feel like I'm never going to leave, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I yeah. don't Tribeca's awesome. Tribeca rocks. Favorite workout spot in New York? You guys know it's Barry's. I was yeah. going to say, I could have got Barry's guessed. and Solid Core. I'll show Solid Core some love, too. Yeah. 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 That's a good one, too. Favorite place to, like, go out on an, on a weekend? Okay. I have been loving the palace lately. I think it's really oh, fun. 
fun. Where you I been? went. Go. I went. I have a friend's been. birthday because she also lives in Tribeca. Go. She was like, "Let's go." It was so fun. The music is yeah. So I've been fun. hearing. It's so fun, and it's like you can dance. I hate when you go to a bar like Galway Hooker, Fiddlesticks, and like you can't dance. Like no. I will shake my thing on the dance floor. That and that's the place to be. The Palace. 10 out of 10. Love it. All right. We'll have to go. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Sure. Favorite restaurant in the city. And honestly, also Long Island. Toku. I'm a sucker for Toku. Love yeah. a Toku moment. The city. Oh, Did you God, like top two hard. or three? Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, Charlie Bird. Have you guys been to Charlie Bird? Yes. It's really good. Love Charlie Bird. It's a place I keep going back to. Uh, Sugarfish is number two. So amazing. consistent. Too. I was just gonna say it's really mm-hmm. yeah, and it's not that ex- it's honestly not that expensive. No, it's good. not. For and then the last one, Korean barbecue coat. Have you guys? Oh, yeah. so coat. good. I used to live on that block. It's so good. Your dream collab or brand sponsorship? Oh, I feel like I've worked with so many amazing brands already. So I'm like, I don't know. Um, Do you have a favorite then? Barry's has been my favorite. I mean, I'm just like, girl, chill out. She loves Barry's. She's <laughs> annoying, <laughs> but that was a good one. I've, I've also have worked with Lululemon, which was a dream of mine at the time. That still cool. is, but yeah, it's a really um, good one. it was a good one. And then like future wise, I would love to just like do, I don't know if it's a podcast or a talk with Melissa Woodhealth. I love her. I think what she's built in the community she's built is so aspiring. Um, I'd 100%. love to like get a few tips from her, but um, yeah, just moving more towards the like mental health wellness space. And last one, best oh. and worst quarantine purchase. This is going to fun. Oh one. my God. Okay. This is a tough one. So worse. Oh my God. I feel bad saying it, but like my Peloton, like was <laughs> honestly, I feel like so many people bought Pelotons during so the- many bought- people had Peloton buyer remorse. Yeah, I know. And I use it. I use it. And I love the instructors. Like I love a Cody Rigsby moment. When I love, you know, He's all great. the different classes. It just was, it's not that it was the worst purchase, but it definitely wasn't well thought out. Like it was expensive okay. for me to just buy it in two seconds. And I was mm-hmm. like, didn't think about it. So maybe that's in between, uh, best purchase, maybe like vacation wise. Like I spent about like four weeks in Montauk. So I like, that kind of is a purchase. That's a good one. That's a good one, right? Like you could work from home and, and yeah, you can kind of I work like from that. home and I would say the worst purchases in that time period were like getting tables at Grey Lady for thousands of dollars a night. Right. Which is really, really freaking stupid. Yeah. So that was definitely like a good purchase, but at the same time, like I it wasn't fiscally responsible. Yeah. It's okay. You know. I know. I feel like I feel like people probably had way more oh definitely, purchases definitely. than oh, oh yeah. Like I had so oh, many things oh, that yeah. I got that I'm like, why? why? I know and you're I just have things ordering, I didn't open. Like ordering. <laughs> Same, like the things still have tags on it. I'm like, oh my God, it's bad. It's just like pure capitalism. But yeah, um, I'm trying to get better at that. Like just like shopping more sustainable and um trying to like lessen my trips to Zara because it's as much as we love her, not the best. <laughs> True. So Victoria, to wrap it up, where can we find you? Yeah, pimp yourself out. Oh, where can you? Oh, oh, like my where now? Or your, my account? Your, your Instagram, your blog, right. whatever you do. Like, where do you live? <laughs> you want my address or like my like coordinates? I don't know. What? Oh my God. No. So you guys can follow my delicious, healthy recipes and just like wellness, fitness, everything that you need in your life at Health with Victoria. 
um, on Instagram. And then just my TikToks and everything else are, are from, you can find it from my Instagram profile. It's up to you. 